What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. back, friendos. It's We Knows Parenting. I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. And we have been through it. <laughs> the holidays. We really had, we had some really epic holiday travel. Um, Deets. I think this is the first time we have flown over Christmas. Is this, is that true? With kids? No, this is the, at least the second Time we've done it with two kids. Okay. Well, it feels like our flight times were much more in the holiday time frame. Does that make sense? Nope. Not at all. You think we've been at the airport when it's that busy? Oh, I see what you're saying. We've flown at less typical times. Yeah. Well, with Bryn and school, we're really tied to everyone else's schedule now. Right. So we couldn't like head down, head there early. Yeah. So we. <laughs> Started our trip very chaotically. Maven, day, day of the flight. We had a nighttime flight. Day of the flight. Maven throws up. We're. It doesn't seem like a stomach bug. She just didn't have a fever. We're feeling it out. Yeah. And then we discovered that one of our children turned off our refrigerator. When did they turn it off? How long had it been completely off? No one knows for sure. I would guess at least two days. Everything uh, <laughs> in the freezer was completely yeah. melted. So we just throw away our whole fridge. And then we were like thinking, okay, so she probably got sick because she ate something bad from that fridge. And then during thinking that, she barfed again. Yeah. So, she barfed about five times in an hour. Yeah. Well, partly because I feel like she kept eating. So that was also why I was like, I, she, how sick can she be if she keeps wanting to eat? Yeah, I had a feeling she wasn't really sick. Yeah. Um. So then she... Eat some things, doesn't throw up for a few hours. We cross our fingers and head to the airport because, well, we don't want to deal with rearranging our we, You don't want to rebook a flight. It's expensive. Yeah. Like, she can barf on the plane. She probably <laughs> won't. So, get to the airport. Get Okay, oh, well. Oh, and then, oh, so then. Before we get to the airport, I go to check in on my phone, only then to discover our 5 p.m. flight had been changed months earlier to a 7 p.m. flight, and I somehow never got the notification. Because so, it went to spam because you ordered through Orbitz. 
Yeah. Which I think we should never do again. Um, <laughs> so we we were so this is first the, of all our driver gotten, was forty minutes early. Yeah, our driver's early. We just got in the car. We're getting onto the highway, and we realize we're actually heading to the airport four and a half hours early. Four and a half hours early. So then we get to LaGuardia, and in front of the ticket counter, Maven. Well, first of all, they can't find our our oh, tickets yeah. aren't linked. I did the thing in the machine and it could only find me. It didn't have the rest of the tickets attached to it. So we had to go up and ask and they start looking at it and they're like, this is weird. Hold on. And clickety clackety. You know how they type in an impossible amount? <laughs> they did yeah, that. Like a character in a 90s And we're movie. like, ugh. And then I look over and you were with Maven and something had happened. She's puking all over the floor of the airport. Bright pink. <laughs> Bright Gatorade pink. Oh, yeah. And. <laughs> and we go, uh, so we're four and a half hours early for a flight. Our daughter's puking at the airport. We managed to get it mostly cleaned up. Still have a, do- a kid with puke breath. You you take her to the bathroom. While you're in the bathroom, she, she this woman is still like, I don't understand this. And she's like, hey, Ted. And calls someone over. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's something this. I'm like, oh, no, we don't, they don't have our flight. So finally she goes, well, I don't know why, but here's four first class tickets. And then you showed back up and I said, guess what? Everything's fine. So then we have first class tickets, which is amazing because we get waved through security pretty quickly. With a barfy girl. With a barfy girl. It was like, it really turned around at that moment. And then we went and sat down at a restaurant, got some food. The very few sit-down restaurant options in this LaGuardia terminal, which is, I think, annoying when you have kids. Well, I mean... Uh, but anyway... It's a brand new terminal at LaGuardia, which was another godsend, because some of those terminals at LaGuardia well, are So they ended up the having worst. a really good kids' play area where... They have a screen where <laughs> the kids, they can like go on one of these iPads and type in the name that they want their airplane or helicopter. They design a, a, an aircraft and then write their name on it. Yeah. So then it takes off on this large, huge screen. On Public the as could be. Yeah. Screen. So Bryn's there and he names about 10 planes or helicopters with his name. And then other kids start showing up. And, and Bryn gets a brilliant idea. The, Bryn gets a brilliant idea to name one of the planes Poop. And then all the kids are just naming. Well, no, first of all, Bryn wrote Poop. And he goes, Daddy. And I look at him and I give him a big old, we don't do that. <laughs> and I sort of scolded him in front of other kids. And this, and he was suddenly so embarrassed that he did that and this girl there were these two sisters that were much older than him much older than she them, heard me say still it. only like 10 9 they're one not of them that was old. probably 11 okay but the the 11 year old <laughs> heard me scold him and he was like put his head down like he was ashamed and then he turns to her and she just puts her finger up in the air and just like wags it back and forth and i was like Hey, let me parent here. Um, but then those girls go on to name the airplanes all of these obscene things. It was like butthole. Butthole was the first one. There's a few buttholes. There's a lot of blank hole. And then somebody op- like escalated it to something with ass in it. Ass oh, face. Yeah. No, it was funnier than that. They were actually really like, funny. S- like suck ass. <laughs> yeah it was a lot of things like that that i hadn't heard since like the 90s and i was like the kids still say these things suck ass no but it would it would be like butt face like it was just like all these like sort of like older brother insults from like a movie yeah and then these there's these older boys showed up <laughs> and this one kid just totally by himself not smiling or giggling at all, <laughs> just walks up it's like this, 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 and just writes like "fuck hole." Like oh yeah. Well, as you can the see, we graphic. were at the airport for a very long time watching this screen. Yeah. So we saw everyone's take, but uh, these kids throw the most vulgar thing and they just walked away like it was, you know, it's just like Tuesday. Like you didn't do that as a kid. I mean, we've all heard the story where I wrote 
fuck Peter on the ladder. Okay. But so (laughs) Bryn was eating this up. He's never been more entertained. He like was (laughs) hanging out with all the kids who showed up. He was like, an uncle at a bar. He was like, "Hey, what are you writing on the airplane? What are you? What's going on over here?" Hey, welcome to the play area. I'm the mayor. <laughs> I've been through like, about ten rotations of kids. So. He'd be like putting his arm around some kid's shoulder and whispering in his ear and being like, "I put poop on the plane." No, well, he he started telling other kids to write poop because I told him he couldn't. Yeah. And so. then at one point, he's like, "It's not fair. They can write poop, but I can't write poop." And I'm like, well, I'm not their dad. I'm your dad. So then, anyway, after nine million years, we boarded our first class plane. And it was, you know, we got that free drink as fast as possible. And then um, I got a double. Ooh, I, I didn't ask for that. one, but she gave it to me. I had a confusing interaction with her because I was trying to ask what alcohol they had. And it was not a great airline and they did not <laughs> have options but um she really because she she listed at least three whiskey options before i said i'll take that one i don't know there could have been okay more. well when i was asking her things i was like what do you have and she was like wine and i was like um what kind of wine and she was like white wine red wine she did not want to help me <laughs> Um, oh, she was flirting with me. <laughs> She's like, did you notice I gave you a double? It, okay, that makes sense because when the um, pilots got in, she was super chatty and like flirty. And then like they had like, you know how sometimes there's a pilot on the plane who's not like. Not the cool one? Not flying the plane. Like there was like a third guy who was the like. Co-pilot? He, n- no, a it was a third, third guy? guy. And he was like Navigator? either. What is that? Can I talk? <laughs> I need to know what the role is. So I think he was either just like an extra pilot who was taking this flight to get back home or he was like observing. But he was like up there and she was like, ooh, James, James Bond. Like she had, she had like she had never met him before, but she was just like trying to be really flirty. And it was just like sort of sad. Like I was like, why are you... She she was a little weird. Yeah. She'd make these just sort of stern jokes. And I was I was like, oh, I think you're joking. <laughs> anyway, Maven passed out almost immediately upon takeoff, which was amazing. And there was no plane pukes. And we got there quickly. Um, I could just say, we bought these compa- uh, com- compact car seat boost booster things that you can fold up and I can fit both of them in my backpack and they make traveling with kids so great because uh, some lift drive you know ride what are they called app uber lift they won't pick you up if you don't have car seats yeah those car seats are great um and then coming home we had sort of a slightly chaotic airport experience all over again that was the most packed i've seen an airport at at o'hare our tickets once again were not connected so we had to stand in the bag check line we checked our bags and then we had to get in the assistance line to get it because we couldn't get the kids tickets and then we had to get in the security line and we were not going to make it until somebody whisked us away to the family line also, while we're standing in just these three eternally long lines towards the end of it, oh, I was like, start, I didn't eat breakfast because I have this thing where I have to take my pill and then I can't eat for a half hour. So then as we're standing in like security for 8,000 years, it started to hit me that I was like, oh my God, I have like super low blood sugar. And now I'm suddenly going to be like dead weight in this stressful situation. And I realized i had a cookie in my bag and shoved it in my mouth so fast and it was i was so glad i had it um i'm more glad you had it and then maven touched her ear and her ear started bleeding a lot she like scratched her ear by accident and she was like stressed out about that and then thank god once again an angel situation where a man pulled us out of security and he was like you guys got to go up in the family line. His name was Mark. Yeah. Thank so you, Mark. Once again it turned around and we survived. And we arrived at the gate as the final group 
was being called. So we got straight in line and straight to our seats. And it was sort of best case scenario in the opposite direction where yeah, we, we were there as sit on the short airplane time as forever. possible. Yeah, it all worked out. And so sometimes now, you can't see, you know, the path that's being made for you, but yeah, it's you gotta, there. You got to drive forward <laughs> by looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Go see Frozen 2 and then you'll get it. We just saw Frozen 2. Okay. Boy, when... We should do a separate segment for Frozen 2. I just say that horse is peak little girl maven fantasy. <laughs> Um, so where are we now, Beth? We're we're back home, but we're not. I know we're in we're in a weird limbo. We're in an Airbnb in our town, while our bathroom continues to be renovated, and it's nice. It's it's such a weird. Everything's weird. I was stressed out at first because we don't have all of our stuff with us, and it's like we're just like there's we keep thinking of things we don't have, but. There is a lot of room in this house, and it's like, it's... We're in a three-bedroom house. Yeah. Our Airbnb is significantly bigger than our actual apartment. Yeah. But it was the closest thing, and boy, and and you don't have work this week, and I'm sort of working, and so we're all just on this little vacation with just us in this big, empty house. I can't remember the last time we, like, actually had... Like a vacation, to, like at in a home like scenario, just the family where we don't have a lot of things to do. We have nothing to do. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so the hardest part was so I went over to our apartment and it is sealed. Every door, every entryway, they have done a very thorough job of putting plastic up so and painter's tape. On the painter's tape on the crack of all four, you know, sides of the door, so no dust can get anywhere. And then there's these giant sheets of plastic in front of everything, so it's double sealed. So I stopped over. I'm like, oh, I want to grab a couple of things, and you can't get in anything without breaking this seal and then taping it back up. So I had to get the microphones. So we're recording in this Airbnb and. <sighs> My mic stand broke. And so Beth, <laughs> Beth is I, in. What is happening? Like we just, the, there's so many weird accidents this week. But I just need to um, paint a picture of what you look like right now. Beth I'm is in, in a lazy boy. A lazy boy. <laughs> a leather lazy boy with a broken mic stand on a, a little side table next to her. And she's just like craning her neck over it to speak. And uh, how are you comfortable? How's it going? I'm okay. I'm. I have to tr- crane my neck in a weird way to h- hit this microphone, but me too. It's okay. My neck hurts. Well, but I still can't. Let it go. Let, let it go. go. If I sit up, if I sit up straight, I sound like this. Oh boy. <laughs> so if Beth, if the sound is all terrible, you know what? When has it ever been good? <laughs> When has anything ever been good? Okay. <laughs> um, so the... the uh, we need to wrap this up. The last thing I want to say is we have three bedrooms. So I put our kids in separate bedrooms last night. And they were all excited. Maven was super excited. And Bryn was pretending to be excited. Um, and then tonight, I put them in the bed and Bryn just goes, um, do you think Maven could sleep in this room? I'm too scared to be alone. <laughs> and it was really genuine and adorable. And Maven was happy to oblige. They really love each other. Right? Right. What did she... Oh, would you tell them what they said about marriage? So, Bryn did his thing again where he was like, you know, boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. And I was like, yeah. That's his thing? Well, he said that before. He's like, he's kind of latched onto it now after he fought it so hard and then he realized that it was true now he's like this is a fact i like to share um yeah and so he was saying that and i was like yeah are you gonna marry a boy or a girl and he was like i'm gonna marry a girl and then (laughs) and then he was like maybe i'll marry maven and i was like well you can't marry maven and she's standing right there and she was like 
they were both like fighting for it and she was like, like yes we can uh, yeah she was like i was like you you're not brothers and sisters are not allowed to marry each other and maven was like we can pretend marry each other like they were both just fair and then Bryn was like no we'll real marry each other like and he was very it took him a long time you can't tell that kid what to do <laughs> but they're committed i can see why though like we were talking i mean honestly they're compatible when i was telling maven recently that like she might someday have her own bedroom she was like you and daddy will get separate bedrooms too and I was like, yeah, in her mind, like, we share a bedroom, they share a bedroom. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's unclear what's happening. Oh, yeah, like, we're the adult married couple, <laughs> so they must be the kid married couple. Yeah, they're inseparable. Huh. Well, here's to, here's sure your union. That was a weird what? thing to say. Um, I got a little tiny baby glass of whiskey, and I keep wanting to cheers with it. Cheers. Cheers. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And now it's time for Did You Knows? This is where we share something that we learned about parenting from a place. <laughs> okay, so this article is from Mother Jones. It's called, What If Everything You Knew About Disciplining Kids Was Wrong? Ooh, ooh I want to click on that. Yeah. Great. And it's... Um, an article describing sort of the research and methods of this, I believe, psycho psychologist, Dr. Green. Doctor. Uh, um, and he has sort of pioneered these techniques where rather than punishing chil the children who are the most acting out in school situations, you spend more time talking it out with those children and sort of helping them how to – helping them – figure out how to deal with situations that are stressing them out. And so he's talking about how there's different, uh, you know, learning disabilities or just issues children could be having where they are not, uh, their brain is not developing at the same rate as other kids. And they're talking specifically about the prefrontal cortex. Sorry, I'm trying to like remember this all from memory, but... Um, Something about a prefrontal cortex. No, but the just brain was involved. The, the the front of your brain, which processes your executive function. In some kids, it d develops later than others. And mm. so they're talking about how do we deal with the kid who can't sit still in class or who acts out or who 
is constantly doing this thing. It's like there's there he uses an analogy that says like if a kid got a D on the spelling test, you wouldn't punish them. You would try to talk through why that happened and how you could fix that. But when yeah. ki- when kids are having certain emotional issues, the system sometimes will continue to punish them even though they don't know how to not do that thing. Yeah, they're punishing the disease, the symptoms instead of trying to cure the disease. Right. And so basically the technique is just, you, uh, unfortunately for teachers who have their hands very full, the, the solution with these kids is to spend time talking it through with them and letting them cool down and, you know. Yeah, it's basically, it's meeting the child's needs and and solving problems instead of trying to control behavior. Yeah, and, and trying I, to talk through how they'll behave the next time. What's another solution for how they could seek help if they're feeling themselves getting close to that situation again or, you know. Yeah, it's about putting the problem solving into their hands. And I, I've had moments with, with Bryn uh, where I'm like, oh, yeah, this does fit in with more successful times of dealing with Bryn while he's, you know, freaking out um, than others. Because when I just put up the wall of no, and like you're being punished, it does feel like I might get a result that's in the short term desirable, like he'll stop doing a thing. But it does feel like I'm actually reinforcing a pattern of behavior instead of teaching him to recognize how we got here. Right. So recently he's had, like he had a, a, a bit of a meltdown in the grocery store. And so I had to sort of grab him and take him outside. And I had a successful cool down with him because one, I grabbed him and like, obviously that's an aggressive thing. I had to get him out and he's screaming and kicking, but I was just showing, you know, not showing him any emotion or showing him that I'm upset or anything. I'm just going, okay, we're going to go cool down. And we go outside and we walk over to the edge of the parking lot. And then I just let him be there. And I just, and he was like so upset and he was just like kicking the fence and this and here. And it's sometimes in that trying, I try to ignore him, but I too aggressively ignore him. Like I'll ignore him and I'm clearly making a point to not look at him. And I feel like that blows up in my face because then he's defiant with it. And so instead I just stayed with him and I looked at him and I tried to just be where he was. <laughs> and I was like, you should kick this part. Come kick it over here. <laughs> he's kicking the fence. Yeah. Well, that was, was like, one of the examples hard? in the article was this, this woman who is a teaching aide at a school who takes one of the kids over to the stream to throw rocks at the stream while he's calming down. And I'm like, what a beautiful uh, scene. Imagine if all of our kids had like that level of quality of education all the time where someone is like, let me help you (laughs) deal with these emotions. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not always, it's boy, it's, it makes it sound simpler than it is. And I'm sure there's a, I've been that teacher where you just have to deal. Like you're trying to, you're trying to, deal with a whole classroom full of kids and then there's one causing a problem you don't have that room to sort of like meet them where they are yeah they need a smaller teacher to kid ratio or yeah but i also really like they talk about in in some schools who've really taken on this uh philosophy they've actually started dividing their room in two and there's this sort of recharge area um and a more focused area as opposed to like well okay it's not a like punishment it's like this person needs to go here for a second and, and you know. Yeah, it sounded sort of like what Bryn's teacher was saying about she has a little corner where there's like a basket of fidget spinners and stuff and kids can just like go over there and like yeah unwind. But I thought one thing that I think is interesting in the article, they talk about how um, this type of punitive uh, strategy is what contributes to the school to prison pipeline and how certain kids are just getting punished over and over again and then they're more likely to commit crimes because they see themselves as someone who just does things that, you know, like they haven't. So, and so they have the statistic that says for black kids with disabilities, the suspension rate is 25%. More than one in four African boy, American boys and one in five African American girls with disabilities will be suspended in a given school year. Um, So yeah, there's sort of like this intersection. I think it's, it affects 
black kids and children with disabilities, but the kids who are at that intersection of both those things are suffering the most. Yeah. And it, it, it is that trying to, if to, in any sort of teaching with kids, if you can meet them where they are in, in a moment and to see what they're thinking about and focused on, if you can join them in that place, it is so much easier to then guide them to new information and new ideas because you're you're putting the discovery more in their hands. They yeah. can at least you, it it feels like they're discovering it and then they are more likely to remember it next time than when you just go no because then all they see is I'm in trouble and they it disconnects them from what was actually happening. Well, it talked about in I, there was like a school or a center or something that was like for kids with high needs, and there was all these guards stationed around, and they tried to implement this new technique, and apparently the staff were very skeptical because they were like, "This, <laughs> these kids need discipline," and then the staff found over time that the more they would like stop and help try to help these kids figure out a solution, the more the kids trusted the staff and vice versa. And it was just like built a much stronger bond between them. Yeah. And then there's Maven. And then there's Maven. Uh, so this, this vacation, there was two instances and one since we've been here where she gets in a mode where she wants a thing and she doesn't get what she wants. And then, you know, or what was it? She was just like, I want to eat up well, here. I'm like, you have she... to eat over here. And she won't let it go. And then even she forgets what she even wanted. And all she knows no, is No, but that... part of it is just that she's very tired. She's used to being at daycare where they nap her every day. And yeah. then when she's with us, she takes no nap ever. And so at the end of every day, she's just like feeling insane. Like she's like, what's happening? And then the little, all of a sudden one little thing just completely sets her off and then she's done. So like one day when we were home, your mom got her this like beautiful princess dress for Christmas that she loved. And then when we tried to take it off at the end of the night, she freaked out. (laughs) She freaked out. And then she, she has, I put her jammies on and she didn't want those to put her in bed she didn't want that and i was like well what do you want and then she all she can say is and she just crawls on the ground and takes her clothes off and so i you want to ignore it but then she starts hitting me and i go if you hit me i have to hold you and then we get in this pattern where she just rages because i'm holding her and then at one point she pretended to calm down and lay in bed with us and then she peed on our bed. Oh. <laughs> that she wasn't even pretending to calm down. She just she reluctantly had to calm her body down so that she could pee on us. <laughs> you 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 were holding her from behind so it probably felt like she was relaxing, but I saw her face and there was white burning rage. <laughs> In her eyes as she let the urine flow. <laughs> She's so evil. Ugh. And in my, what did my mom say? She's like, she's a stubborn one. That yeah. one. Well, your parents were shocked because she's like the quietest, shyest girl all day long. And then all of a sudden they're like, what is this shrieking? She's I, like. <laughs> I came down. I felt bad. I came down and I was. And I said something like, she's the literal worst. And then Bryn was right there. And, he, and Bryn was like, don't say that about my sister. And I was like. <laughs> he was like, she's not the worst. I'm like, oh, no, uh, you're right, Bryn. That was, I, I didn't mean that. And then I like apologized. And I was he like, was like that's my future wife you're talking about. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, I had to tell Bryn he was right, which he loves. Okay, well. I'm I'm happy with him being right about that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad saying it. It's not a normal joke I make. What am I talking about? We say that all the time in this podcast. Anyway. I mean, for the record, she's the worst. And then Some, she just... Sometimes she's the worst. And then she turns. And then she, you take her to Frozen 2. I I wanted to sit next to her during that movie so bad. How was she, it? Her eyes were lighting up at the beginning. They, she was like just so excited to see the sisters back together and singing together. <laughs> like I feel like that part 
She was so into it. Yeah. And there was a horse. Yeah. That got me. There was. You, you know, really th- love that horse, huh? Well, it's just, you know, I've, I've, through story parts, I've adapted a million stories and there's some, some classics in there. A lot, not all, a lot of little girls and not just little girls, but a lot of little girls love to write what I just called the little girl horse fantasy, which is just finding a pony in the woods. It's scared and it's lonely. And then <laughs> it bonds with uh, That's the a dream. young girl. And it's there's a lot of <laughs> horse fantasy. And this was the epitome of little girl horse <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. And dre- there's some costume changes, magical costume changes. I feel like it's half of Frozen. And um, I hated Frozen, the first one, when I came out. I was like, w- this movie makes no sense. It's so convoluted. It's so disjointed. It doesn't feel like it goes together. And now you're obsessed. I hate it. I hate it. I still don't. I still think all those things are true. But I watched <laughs> it with Maven, and I'm like, I get it. I get it. It was kind of fun. There's, like, one funny thing. I don't think this qualifies as a spoiler, but there's, like, a little... Uh, scene where Olaf is reenacting the first movie for some people that they meet yeah because he wants he's trying to fill them in on the backstory Re, like he does such a long reenactment of the first movie and like every iconic like moment and it really is kind of like a funny parody of the first movie because you're like yeah that was good yeah what a weird plot <laughs> this <laughs> yeah it really <laughs> there's uh, it's too much magic there's also like why are those trolls in there there's a very funny scene where they're doing charades too where um olaf does an impression of elsa and he does this like hip shimmy thing <laughs> she does in the first movie when she's singing her big song oh, that's like true and it's like it's kind of funny that the animators or whoever like self-aware enough to be like, this was the most ridiculous thing we put in the first movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's only one thing I hate <laughs> in the frozen movies. What? Kristoff. Uh, he does that where he talks for the Sven. He talks for his reindeer. Oh, it's so not funny and he's not good at doing well, it. And they Double down on that bit in this movie Chris so hard. Also, the rock people in the first one are the rock like, people what? serve zero function. What is that? He's a bit of a fixer upper song. Why is that in the movie? It was clearly like a song that Disney had sitting around, and they were like, They're "Like, hey, yeah. we got this song." Anyway, um, I do. Frozen like the Two movie. is good. It's a good movie. I liked yeah. it. I think it was a more I cohesive liked, plot than the first one. I, I, yeah, I agree, and I like that. Disney is leaning into this sort of like pro like environment phase with oh, like interesting. Moana and this and that like um, also strong female leads that take care of themselves and don't need don't need men to save them. Yeah. Although Anna Anna does have a man's saver at one point, but she doesn't need it. I know. She does, but but it's only you after know, she's taken great risk upon herself. Women can be independent and also loving. It's true. It is a nice balance. <laughs> it, it, there weren't. It avoided a lot of stereotypical gendered relationships. It's a story I'd never seen before. Let it go, <laughs> let it go, and ride a big old horse. That song exactly is in the movie. Spoilers. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. 
berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This next segment is called Listeners Want to Know. It's where we take questions and comments from you guys. All right. This email comes to us from Allison. Subject line, longtime fan, longtime babysitter. Hello, Peter and Beth. I've been listening to the podcast since you guys started. Don't know why. uh, I don't know what made me start listening to it because I do not have kids. I love kids, but I love that other people have them and I get to sleep in on the weekends. I'm 30 years old, so not young. Not old either. <laughs> I enjoy listening to you guys, you, you guys' banter and also find it interesting that your kids are going through similar milestones as my niece and nephew who uh, are about the same age as your kids. Anyway, I just wanted to write in to add my two cents about your babysitter reacting like your kids were dying because of their cough. I don't know if your babysitter has kids or not, but as someone who babysits quite a bit, and does not have kids, I am overcautious about things. For instance, leaving the kid's bedroom door open so I can check that they're still breathing. I may, I may have issues, lol. I probably would not have texted you about it because obviously their coughs did not develop in the last hour or so while you were gone. But I understand being cautious when you don't have kids. This podcast got me pregnant. No, no, just the opposite. Haha. <laughs> Keep up the good work with the podcast and raising your cool kids. Allison. It's the opposite? This podcast got you... Let's not go there. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I didn't, I didn't mean... <laughs> um, the, the, uh, when I used to babysit, I probably did do similar things, like leave the door open at some point. But <sighs> in general, if you can avoid bothering parents when they're out, you should, I think. Oh, interesting. The the only time I remember like texting people when I was babysitting their kids is like sometimes I'd be like, "Hey, you have no milk left. You might want to get milk on the way home." Because you know when you have like a toddler and they live on milk, it's just like <laughs> it was like this. They probably want to know this. Um, what if they got that text and they're like, uh, "Oh, they're." They think that we can't parent. We don't have milk in the house. No, whenever I sent that text to a mom who was like, you know, on her way home, she was like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, because when you're 50 extra dollars, when you're running in like in like especially in New York City where everything is a headache, like you're like running in and you're like, oh, I'm going to walk by like three places with milk. But once I get inside, I can't get I don't want to go back for milk. Well, no, you're just stuck home with your kid. You're not like. All right. That is good. I take it back. That's a good idea. Um, I was a great babysitter. You really would be a great babysitter. Have you thought about being a babysitter? <laughs> no. You would I'm, crush it now. You know, I'm done with kids at this point in my life, I think. Well, I think you got at least uh, 15 <laughs> more years. At least. All right. You ready for another one of these? 
I'm ready for another one of these. Um, thank you, Allison. Moving on. Ready? Naomi. Getting dressed. Hi, guys. My four-year-old is not a Taurus, but he is exceedingly distractible and can take an hour and a half or more to get dressed if I let him. However, there's something that's been working really well to encourage him along. Recently, I've been taking two toys and making them argue about how he gets dressed. For example, Book says in a growly voice, I think you should put underwear on first. And Carr says in a higher voice, no, put your shirt on first. (laughs) Then he gets to decide uh, who to listen to. It does require some very focused attention from the parent and a toddler and a toddler brother who is out of the room and at least isn't playing with toys distracting the older one. And it only takes five minutes or so, and it's much uh, better than the alternative. Come on, honey, we need to leave soon. Get our pants on. Then get your pants on now. It's time to go. And then if your pants aren't on by the time I count to 10, I'm putting them on for you. And finally, okay, no more privileges ever because you can't do this very simple thing, you annoying child. (laughs) Also, it's more than worth it to take time to set out clothes the night before because of the time and energy it saves in the morning. Love the show. Thanks, Naomi. That's great. That's a good distraction technique. This is, I feel like, feeds back into what we were talking about, um, about the, instead of punishment. This is a great example. I'm like, all right, bedtime. Here we go. Here we go. If I just keep repeating it, which I do. (laughs) it's a lot easier to figure out what they're focused on right now, go to that place, connect with them there. Then you can guide them out of it and go, Oh, is that Elsa? Oh, she's got her boots. I like her boots. I bet her boots are sleepy. Let's walk her boots to bed. So much more successful than bedtime. Let's go now. They just will not literally not hear you. Yeah. I mean, this technique specifically, I think I'd have to be careful with Maven because if I had, like with Maven and Bryn, sometimes they're savvy if we have characters talking in a voice, directing them one way or another. Like Maven, with Maven and picking out pants, like it's sometimes best if you don't give any opinion because if you indicate that you're willing to have her wear any pair of pants, she's like suddenly against that pair. Yeah. And so you have to like pretend like you're not partial to any of the clothes in her drawer. You sort of have to act like you're dead. Yeah. She's aware of you. Yeah. Like you're just her. observing her curation process. I have opened up the drawer and I'm like, all right, just pick, just pick pants, pick <laughs> pants. All right. I'm going to come back, pick pants. And then she gets on her knees and she looks in the drawer and she gets real still and she just looks back and forth at all of her pants. And I leave the room <laughs> and I come back, I come back like 10 minutes later and she's has a pair of pants in her hand and she sees me and she just drops them and then goes back to looking. She oh didn't want God. me to see her. Yeah. Anyway, our child's the worst. Oh, she's <laughs> the literal worst. <laughs> um, but boy, ugh. I, I I used to lay, uh, when they'd wake up in the morning and go eat breakfast, and for a few mornings I laid all their clothes out uh, in, in the shape of an outfit. And the first day I did that, they came in, and Brynn and Maven were like, whoa! Maven was so excited to put her clothes on. But now she has to lay out her full outfit every morning as she slowly picks them, and so it takes twice as long to get dressed yeah it's bad yeah it's bad oh oh boy how are our necks how's your neck i'm good do we have another email (laughs) no we don't that's it wow um well we're in a weird place weird home so our pace is all off we're gonna end it and we're gonna end this one early my babies (laughs) never let me call you my babies ever again I don't okay. know, Beth. How do you feel about it? Okay, our babies. Okay, our babies. Our other babies. Um, this has been another episode of We, we Know Parenting. <laughs> if you'd like to submit a question, share a story, give some advice, or a parenting hypothetical for our Would You Know segment, you can email us at weknowspod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 347 384 
1-800-273-7396. If you want to find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you can find us at We Knows Pod. Also, maybe this is the week you write us a review. You give us five stars. And you you rate, you rate, rate and review. Did I already say that? Subscribe. That's the third thing. That's always good. This is my new rate and review character. I'm work, it's a work in progress. Save me, Beth. <laughs> Save me from this horrible outro. Bye. Bye. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.